Welcome to The Art of Being a Mum, the podcast where we hear from mothers who are artists and creators, sharing their joys and issues around trying to be a mother and continue to make art. Regular topics include mum guilt, identity, the day-to-day juggle, mental health and how children manifest in their art. My name's Alison Newman. I'm a singer, songwriter and a mum of two boys from regional South Australia. I have a passion for mental wellness and a background in early childhood education. You can find links to my guests and topics they discuss in the show notes, along with music played, a link to follow the podcast on Instagram and how to get in touch. All music used on the podcast is done so with permission. The Art of Being a Mum acknowledges the Bowendick people as the traditional custodians of the land and water which this podcast is recorded on and pays respects to the relationship the traditional owners have with the land and water, as well as acknowledging past, present and emerging elders. Thanks so much for tuning in today. It really is a pleasure to have you. My guest today is Rose Della Cruz. Rose is a photographer from Auckland in New Zealand and a mother of one daughter. Rose moved from her home country of the Philippines when she was 11 years old with her mum. She began her photography life in 2012 as a second shooter assisting at weddings as a bit of a hobby. At that time she had no plans to pursue it as a career, just enjoying taking photos when her and her husband travelled. But when her daughter was born in 2020 she fell in love with capturing her and the seeds were sown. Rose began her photographic business, specialising in relaxed, candid and unposed outdoor shoots, utilising the surrounding beaches and the golden hour, that hour before the sunset. Her favourite subjects are couples, expectant mothers and families, and she loves to make connections with her clients and take the time to observe them, particularly the children. Rose also has a background in dancing, music and playing the guitar. She has an intense desire to create, in whatever form that may take. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome along, Rose. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Yeah. So you're over in New Zealand, in Auckland. Auckland. Yeah. So what's your weather like there at the moment? Are you, you're summer, you're still in summer? Yeah, summer. It's so hot, so humid. (laughs) Reminds me of a... Philippines when when we were living there <laughs> when you step out outside of a mall or somewhere cool and it's just it hits you you know yeah yeah you come out of that air conditioned and you're like oh yeah oh dear so how long have you been in New Zealand for you mentioned you're in the Philippines oh we I came here when we came here my mom and I when I was 11 so long really long time ago and now I'm, I'm 31 so mm-hmm. 20 20 years yeah 20 years yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so pretty uh, much pretty much grew up here yeah 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 oh very good so tell me about your work you're a photographer over there in New Zealand yes yeah how long have you been yeah. out for um I started um back in 2012 um, but that was mostly as a hobby. Um, I used to do, I used to be a second shooter for my um, friend Dowd um, uh, from 323 Photography, and he does wedding photography. 
and I used to be a second shooter for him. Um, so, but it was mostly, like I said, as a hobby. So I didn't really, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to pursue it as a business yeah. until I had my baby. Oh. So for a long time, it was mostly, you know, my, when I got married, my husband, when we would travel, um, I, he would be the subject <laughs> yeah. of my photography. Um, and then came along my baby. So she became the subject of my photography and I just fell in love with, you know, capturing her. And I think I speak for most moms <laughs> when I say that once you have a baby, your cameras, your, vi your videos are filled with that of your, your children. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So how old's your daughter? She's two. Yeah, right. Oh, fun times. Yeah. Just turned two actually. Oh. I know. Very talkative now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a good age though, isn't it? When they can sort of they can they can express their their feelings to you a bit more and yeah. There's a lot yeah. of more yeah communications a little yeah. communication yeah which is which is a relief because then you know she's able to she's not just crying all the time anymore she's able to actually tell me what's bothering her or what she needs. So, and as a mom, you know, you, it's a relief to be able to provide exactly what, you know, she's wanting and yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So were you always um, sort of interested in photography? Like, did you grow up sort of surrounded yeah. by artistic people? Or? Not, well, I've always had a creative side. I've always um, loved, like, dancing. Dancing is, like, a part of me also. But right now, it's just not something that, you know, I've, I could, you know, spend time doing. Um, so growing up, like, even art and stuff, I've always loved creating mm -hmm. um so and photography you know growing up with my friends they we love taking photos of each other but nothing like I said growing up nothing too serious it was more of a hobby but the more I you know I think it started when I first bought my DSLR mm -hmm. which is you know like the um the big camera that I have and it's it's when I started to really like started to learn about photography, about composition. Um, and like I said, Dowd, my friend was a big part of that. He taught me a lot about photography um, and being, because I started in the wedding industry, it's just a lot of detail to capture, a lot of emotion, a lot of, um, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot to learn from it. So, um, it was a really huge part of um, my how I develop my photography now. But now I I focus more on like families, expecting moms, expecting parents, couples, um, and babies and toddlers. So that's where I kind of um, yeah my passion grew into that. And yeah, I just love like watching the dynamics among families. Yeah. Um, and children, how they play and how they 
um, observe, there's just so much joy. Like they find joy in everything and anything. Yeah. So it's it's lovely to be able to capture that that innocence and just pure joy. Mm. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Like something we see is really mundane or we take for granted. They're really drawn to something and they're like fascinated by like tiny details. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to yeah. find, isn't it? Yeah. It's super interesting. Yeah. And I noticed, um, I was looking on your Instagram feed, you use the ocean a lot in your photos. Is that something that you're sort of connected to as well? Yeah, just the beach. Of I, I love the beach. I love going to the beach. Um, my toddler loves the beach. I mean, if she once she sees the water, she just kind of goes for it, you know. Um, <laughs> and I have to kind of hone her in because otherwise she'll just keep going. She loves, so she, it's, there's just something about, I don't know, the water that really calms me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I guess to, you, to your um, your subjects, like your, your, your people that you photograph, you're photographing, they probably yeah. feel quite relaxed too because it's, you know, it's a space yeah. that most people feel comfortable in and they can just be themselves. Yeah, and, yeah. exactly. And it's, it helps because my style is more natural, um, more relaxed. It helps that ambience. It helps set that tone. Um, And I love doing it during sunset. So I love, I really love golden hour, which is about an hour before the sunset. Mm -hmm. That lighting is just because I use natural lighting in my, in, in my photography. Even if I do um, indoors, I utilize natural lighting. So it's, um, it's just, there's something about that lighting um, during sunset. That's just so beautiful. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the funny thing yeah. is, like every every time I do a sunset session, it's never the same. Ugh. You think you know, like oh, the sunset, it's you know, the, the sunsets is diff- the same lighting, but it's not. It's just it differs, and it's that uniqueness. It's so beautiful. Mm. Yes, yeah, I, so I love. Yeah. It. So even if two people have got like this, roughly the same time of photo. Yeah. They're gonna look different. Even the same, yeah. Even the same place, same place, yeah. same time, different, just different lighting. Mm. Yeah, it's it's cool, isn't it? It's really fascinating, and that people would love that too. Like, no one really wants to have exactly the same photos as someone. No. Else, do no. <laughs> 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 oh, like they have a vision of what they what they'd like. Yeah. Um, and and but it turns out not exactly the same even if it's similar it's not exactly the same which is you know it's lovely to see the the differences sorry forgive my like lack of geographical knowledge is Auckland on the coast no well we're kind of I have to to be able to get to like the beaches, I have to drive quite a bit because we're like, I'm right, we're right in the center. Um, I live in South Auckland, which the nearby beach, like actual beach that I go to the west, along the west coast is about maybe 50 minutes from here, 25 oh, okay. minutes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and east, even the east coast beaches, it's about a safe half an hour. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you've re- you've so, hang on while I'm talking to you I'm just going to bring a map up sorry 
I'm really interested in um, when I talk to people. I love to know their mm. weather, their weather, and all about yeah. where they live. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I find it really fascinating. Oh, I see. So you're right up. You're like right in the. Oh, I see. Oh, that would be a cool place to be because you kind of like, like you said, you, you have access to. Yeah, we're surrounded by beaches north, but. Yeah. Here in South Auckland, it's most like you have to do a bit of driving to get to to the beaches. Yeah, but still, it's not yeah. it's not like um, I don't know, it's not it's not inaccessible. You know, you no, can, you can no. do it, and it's it's and, not unreasonable. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking and, for. And like when when we were in Philippines, you have to drive uh, six hours to oh. get to, to a beach. You, oh know, my you have to make a trip out of it. It's not just and we're I think we're so blessed to be. I, I, we're so blessed to be in New Zealand now where, you know, you get to, you could drive half an hour and get to a, a wonderful beach, you know, a safe beach where the kids could play, you know. Yeah. Because not, not all people could have that. Oh, absolutely. I think, I think when you're in a place like that, you sort of take it for granted a little bit because you're like, it's so yeah. easy. Like, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, where I live, um, I live, oh, we're about 25, 30 minutes from the, the beach um, but I also there's a, a really amazing swimming place about 20 minutes like on the way to the beach 20 minutes there and it, it's called the little blue lake um, and it's just this naturally occurring like big like hole basically it's all got mm. eight meter cliffs all around it and it's just this stunning place and we go there like lately because it's been really hot we've been going there like every every <laughs> day um, <laughs> yeah. I was just there last night thinking how lucky are we like we're in this amazing place it's 20 minutes yeah. down the road from our house like yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't it know is. it's pretty special it's lovely <laughs> yeah So when you were pregnant, were you still working doing your um, your second? Oh, sorry, what did you call it? Second cam, second shooter, second shooter, yeah, second shooter, yeah. Were you still active taking photos? Then? Not so much. Um, I think I stopped doing second shooting for weddings when I got married. Mm -hmm. It just after that things just got busy. You know, you adjust um, with with life as a as a wife you know, from being single and, yeah. and then you focus so much with work and because that was about around the time where I started working as well as, you know, full time. Mm -hmm. um, so no, it's, I kind of stopped and it became a hobby of whenever we would travel, especially. So my husband and I love traveling, especially um, during our, our, our anniversaries, we would go down to South Island yeah. And we love to explore, you know, the different parts of South Island. And we would just do a lot of um, road trips. Mm -hmm. And I would do a lot of photography then, like when we would travel. But other than that, there was little or no time to actually pick up my camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when you're when you had your daughter and you and you sort of you this renewed 
sort of passion for your photography came back. How long did it take you to decide to make a, a business out of it, I guess? It took me like a solid a year and a half. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Like when my baby, when my baby came along, you know, it's I had more more time being at home, and when she was a baby, you know, like I would hold her, I would hold her when she naps. She was a bit um, unsettled, like she didn't want to sleep in on her on her bassinet, and so there's a lot of time where I would hold her, and so I would have a lot of ideas, um, you know, and. I decided that every time she would turn, every month when it was on the 29th, um, which is her birthday's 29th of January. So on the 29th, every month we would capture, I'd, I'd, I'd do it like a photo shoot for her. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I managed to um, uh, get my husband to come do a family photo shoot as well with us. Oh, great. So he, yeah, so every month I would do that. And it became... I just became like my my passion grew, you know. Like you, you just I loved. Um, I was able to edit her photos, you know, as she was sleeping. I would do a lot of editing, so it it really I think it became a good platform um, for what I do now. If I didn't have that, I don't think I would have had the same passion and same kind of standards with my work. Yeah. Um, so that was a big part of it when she was born. I had that little, it became like a project for me, something mm -hmm. that I had going for me, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was nice. And yeah. looking back, you know, now she has these photos and I could look back on them and see how much she grew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's really special. I've got to ask, how did you go on the 29th of February when it was an elite year? <laughs> There was a leap year on um, when she was born. Oh, was it? 2020, was it? Oh, I can't remember. I think, I think there was. And, <laughs> and then the following year, there wasn't. So <laughs> kind of after she turned one year, I kind of stopped doing it, you know, yeah, every right. month. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it became too much, you know, like she would start to move around and it was, it became impossible to kind of have her stay still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That added the added element then of movement. Even when that. she was about nine months old, when she was searching. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I had to have the, the most ridiculous props. Like I would get socks in front of the camera and just to try, try and um, entertain her, just yeah. to get her to look at the camera. So I've done it all. Like moms would say, you know, my clients would say, I don't know how you would be able to get my, um, capture my, my baby or my little one because they're so, you know, they're, they want to explore. They can't just sit in front of the camera. And I tell them, it's, that's not my style. I, I, my, my, my two-year-old is loves to explore. She would not sit still. Yeah. Um, and I don't believe in kind of forcing, you know, the kids to kind of sit there and stare at the camera and look at look at the camera to smile because the more they explore the more happy they are the more natural they are and they you don't need to guide them you just mm -hmm. follow them around and kind of be ready when yeah. that moment when that moment's there and that's the thing that's the challenge for me as a photographer um is to catch those moments without them having to be conscious of the camera yeah absolutely and you'll see like their true personalities comes out because they're yeah, not thinking they, about they're not thinking about the the camera in their face they're just exploring yeah. and and being living their life like normal like 
No. Because when, when you ask people to post or when you ask people to smile, they kind of, they post, but they, once you say, okay, we'll take a five minute break, they relax. Mm. They tend to like that's And it's the most candid um, post. And I like to, I like to take snaps of that too. Yeah. Yeah. So when I say, you know, oh, we'll take a five minute break. I'm, I don't actually mean that. <laughs> I just want them to relax. And then I snap the photos. So that is a bit that's cheeky, cool. but you know, you get a lot of, you get a lot of good photos out of it. So. Oh yeah, I bet. Yeah. Cause th- I mean, that's it. Like as soon as, as soon as you're conscious of the camera, you, you do, you tense up and then you, you think, oh, how do I have to look? So you're thinking, yeah. you, you're trying to change how you look. You're not just being yeah. yourself. So yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that's really cute. I love, that's a great idea. <laughs> oh dear. when you're talking about doing your photos with your daughter you said you had to have something sort of going on for you yes was that important for you at that point to to have something for yourself yeah it was I think because especially when COVID um hit you know and we were doing a lot of lockdown um Mm -hmm. it was important for me to have a project for myself yeah um uh, that is outside the routine of taking care of baby, taking care of um, everything, you know, running the household. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, something that was for myself. Um, yeah. A break. Because then once I, once I had that, it was kind of like I was able to, I don't know, be more relaxed. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, when I take care of her and she could feel that. Yeah, that that's really, that's a very common thing that mums talk about. If they've got something for themselves, then when they when they return to their parenting, they are, they're relaxed, they're less stressed, they've got more patience, like all this, you know, you feel, you feel like yourself, your needs have been met. So then it's easier to sort of meet other people's needs, I suppose. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you also mentioned dancing before. What style of dancing? Like I used to help um, couples because I was in the wedding industry and I had a lot of friends during, you know, that time, my age, it was the marrying age, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, 20, tw- so I had a lot of friends that are like 20s and 30s. So um, I would help them choreograph their first dance, oh. uh, but it was like a mixture. It was really a mixture. I did interpretive dancing. I, at some point I did hip hop, but now <laughs> I'll be able to do something like that. But it was a crucial part of me, like growing up. Um, I, w- I danced since I was able to walk. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it was, it's kind of just been, but I never turned that into a business. It was Mm-hmm. It was, it was basically, I, I, I have this creativity that I, I need to kind of express and whether that be in dancing or music, cause I play the guitar also ah. or um, just anything, but the photography, I think that was really something where I could, it worked a lot for our schedule. Because with my photography, I could, whenever I have to, you know, drive out, 
um, to the beaches to meet my clients and do a photo photo shoot there. I get time for myself, you know, when you drive out there, when you drive back, mm. um, that mm. hour of session where you're just, you're not thinking about anything else, but you're, you know, the people in front of you, their story, you're able to share life with them in that hour that you meet them and get to know their family a, a little bit more. I think that's so special. But that time away from my family enables me to come back and... Sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Enables me to come back um, home and just... I, I miss them. I miss them so much and I'm excited to see them. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. you have this renewed energy when you come back. Yeah, yeah. brand new energy, exactly. Absolutely, yeah. You mentioned about what works for your schedule. So how do you how do you schedule your clients around your daughter at the moment? Yes, so I do photo shoots in the weekends or at night yep. because sunset right now is not until 8.45. So yes. usually I come out at 7, 7.30, something like that. So it works so well and, yeah. and on weekends because my husband can watch her. And it's a good time for them to bond. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not that worried. Yeah, that's it. You can relax and, and do your thing. Yeah. Like you said, you're not thinking yeah. about what's happening back at home. You're you're concentrating on yeah. who's in front of you. Yeah. Is your mum still with you in in New Zealand? Yeah, she is. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So she's yeah. so sometimes she would she would be with Nan. Yeah, she would be there with with her. We call her uh, Lola. Lola is um uh grandma in Tagalog. Oh, that's special to be able to have her with you still. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, for sure. And obviously, because she's, I'm an, I'm an only child, so yeah. she's, um, she loves spending time with her only granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you mentioned you've got your husband. Obviously, you've got you've got some good support around you to be able to yeah to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I don't think I'll be able, because my husband is my biggest support when it comes to my photography. He just pushes me to, you know, keep going and just encourages me, you know, and he loves that I, I do this. Um, oh, so yeah. it helps a lot when you have a huge support like that, because when you start a business, it's just a lot of hurdles that come along the way. Mm -hmm. um, and it will really kind of question why would you do you, if you still want to keep going with what yeah. you're doing um yeah. but having support from your family from your friends it yeah it's mm. a big thing yeah absolutely absolutely
do you ever sort of experience mum guilt or have any thoughts about mum guilt that topic at all yeah I if if we def, you know I had a look at like the definition of mum guilt because I've heard you know you you hear once you become a mum you hear you hear that term it was a foreign concept to me before I had my baby you know um and I looked it up and it says you know it's that feeling when you you feel like you haven't done enough or you're not doing um you think you're not doing everything right Mm -hmm. like there's something that that needs that you're not you 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 feel like you're not doing everything right that there's something missing yeah so you have that feeling and if by that definition yes I I there there have been moments of course where you feel like you you're not doing the right thing because there's no manual that comes with you know being a first time parent everything is new to you and even before when when I was pregnant you know you have friends families and they mean well they give you advice but you don't know exactly what it's like until the baby comes mm. and some things apply to you that don't apply to other moms yeah that's, you know no, yeah. so you deal yeah you deal with what comes and your child your children have different personalities as well mm. so you adapt to that so yeah there have been moments where I feel like oh, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> uh, but a big part of of the way we cope with that is our faith in God like my husband and I have such strong faith in God and um, it's it's a big part of how we parent and how we cope with the struggles and the challenges that come with it Um, I think all of us have um, you know we all have our different challenges when it comes to parenting Mm. with every stage yeah yeah for sure Um, and then in terms of your work do you sort of feel like oh, I shouldn't be doing this, I should be home with my daughter? Like, does that ever cross your mind? Or you're like, no, this is my thing. I know she's fine. Um, Not at the moment because of the schedule with my photography. I think it's a nice balance. And that was one of the reasons why I'm not going to wedding photography (laughs) just yet anyway. Um, I'm not sure if I ever will. But with my with the style of photography with my niche with families and you know maternity sessions even like newborn and um couples like engagements i can i can do engagements that that the type of sessions i do allows me to just be away from my family for a little bit of time yeah um majority of the work i do for my photography is actually either the editing or the admin around it and I can do that at home I can do the editing when she's napping when she's asleep at night Um, I do the admin around the clock kind of um, around her schedule basically so it works well because I have time away for a little bit from them um, and I'm also able to do a little bit of work around her schedule so right now when because I'm not doing wedding photography it it works so well but if I do it's going to change a lot because wedding photography is a whole different ball game where you're away for like the entire day but Mm -hmm. even as I think about how I'm going to do that I need to prepare you know food for her before I go out for the day 
and then you don't come back until very late at night once the wedding has finished and then even after the the event you have to back up the file so e mm -hmm. even as i do uh, sessions now after i come back i always do backup so you have to back up the raw files um save them in multiple storage because the worst thing that can happen is have your photos deleted oh yeah <laughs> you can't get back the time <laughs> but yeah. yeah no film there's no way to i mean with digital files now you know there's some way to kind of retrieve some if you've lost them yeah. but i don't ever want to go down the path because i have lost files before not for photography but when i was studying i would lose like reports and essays when my usb or um laptop crashes and mm -hmm. it's not a good feeling oh no it is it is <laughs> the worst feeling in the world i did it the other day actually i was i don't know how i did it. i was writing on a website um and then somehow i'd clicked back on my mouse and was like how did i do that and then it went back and everything just disappeared so i thought i'll go forward and it'll be there and it wasn't i was like oh <laughs> so i had to just do it again but anyway <laughs> i'm digressing You're listening to The Art of Being a Mum with my mum, Alison Newman. So the other thing I like to chat to mums about is identity. So how the concept of themselves might have changed when they became a mum. Um, mm -hmm. And you've sort of talked a little bit about it was really important for you to have that creative outlet um, doing, doing your photography when your daughter was younger. How did you sort of feel about that, that concept of identity change? It's, I mentioned before that, like, m my husband and I have such strong faith in God, and I, my identity is also um, rooted on that. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a friend, I'm a daughter, but first and foremost, I'm a child of God. And when, when I, my beliefs, my belief system, my, my faith in God, it, um, the truth, his truth from, from the word, it fuels everything that I do. It fuels how I, I take care of my husband. It um, fuels how I become a mom for my two-year-old. It fuels how I do my craft, how I take care of the clients that I have in the work, the standard of work that I do. Mm. Um, so my identity, because my identity is secure in that, it helps kind of, it helps me figure out all the, you know, the challenges, mm. the how I navigate the different parts of my life. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's definitely, I, I would definitely say, you know, I have this thing when I talk to my friends, where they ask you know you you go from here to here when you're engaged and from your from being engaged to being married you go from here to there it's like a step up mm -hmm. 
in terms of like, you know, more responsibilities, the different changes you have to adapt to live different lifestyle. And then when you become a parent, it's more like <laughs> there's this whole 360 turn. <laughs> yeah. Or 180. Just a huge turn of your lifestyle lifestyle is completely changed. Your your so your identity definitely changes. It, having a kid changes you. You know, um, because suddenly you don't look at everything the same way. Mm. Even as you go um, in every decisions that you make, you now have a little one to think of. Mm-hmm. You now, when you go to, we used to, my husband and I used to go to mall, to you know around the malls in shopping, and we never really noticed parent rooms. <laughs> when we when we became a parent, yeah. it was like, where is the best parent room you can find? <laughs> and those are the things that that kind of when when you don't have a kid, kind of bypass you. Yeah, you just not. You don't think about those that. things, yeah. right? No, it's not. And now when you go to when you travel somewhere, you used to just think about where where your destination is. But now, as a mom, you think about all the different is there a playground nearby yeah. is there is it somewhere accessible you know um can i take my pram there yeah yeah it's a whole new you know, world so, isn't it yeah exactly so your yeah your def- your identity definitely changes in terms of you don't think the same way mm. if you you have somebody that you care for now it's not just about you it's not just about your husband or your comfort it's it changes completely changes so yeah yeah it's about navigating those identities you know yeah I like the way you put that that your faith helps you helps you position like helps you navigate that you've, you've always got something yeah. solid that you can come back to yeah that's always there yeah that's really nice I like that yeah, yeah. Um, it does because it's it's so it's so hard it's it, all the changes that you have to go through it's hard enough um as it is it will definitely challenge like the way you think it helps you man the learning mm. i mean how much have i grown yeah. <laughs> in the two years that i've had you know my toddler yeah yeah it's, it's you know, insane it's a like, season of learning. it's just and the learning curve is like like straight up in the air like you don't even get a warm-up to it it's just like no, when this thrown in the deep end. Yeah, literally <laughs> throwing you in the deep end. Oh dear. chatting or you, you know you you obviously have a connection to your clients you don't just you know you don't just go snap 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 you, you've talked about how you, you like to to chat with them and get to know them a bit do you sort of find um just say you've taken a photo of like a couple like a pregnancy shot and then you meet mm. them when they're when they've got their baby do you find that people sort of share how they're going and how like the adjustments like do you do you come across this sort of identity shift or change when you're chatting to your clients as well yeah definitely um and because they you know you I don't like to 
cry. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of they when they ask me a question about my life, I, you know, I tell them about my kid and I share stories about um, my baby and and they in turn share stories, you know, how they're able to relate to that. And yeah, you see how it changes it changed them. There's this connection also when you you both know your parents. Mm-hmm. There's this kind of mutual understanding. You, uh, uns- you know, you don't need to kind of say it. It's there. That connection yeah. where you know you understand. You understand exactly. You know, it might not be exactly the same story. Um, again, different babies, different um, style of parenting, different exposures, um, different kind of help that they get or I get. But I think the main the main thing that I always hear is the complete change mm. of lifestyle, you know? Um, it, and it definitely changes you as a person. Mm. Yeah. Oh, gosh, it does. <laughs> it does. It's amazing. It's, it's hilarious when you think back on what you used to do. I always say to people, I feel like I wasted so much time because when you have a child, it's like, any little bit you can get for yourself. It's like, oh. <laughs> I think, what did I ever do with my time? <laughs> I used to think that also. I say, I say to myself, I had so much time on my hands before. I didn't even realize it. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? You just you didn't realize it. You're just no. fluffing through life, like ah, and then all of a sudden, it's like oh. <laughs> yeah, and now now it's not your schedule anymore. Yeah. Especially when you have little ones, you know, mm. it's definitely not your like time anymore. It's just um, you have to you cater you cater first for your child. What do they need? How can I work around around this? Um, so yeah, that's been that's been an adjustment also. Especially mm. now that I've pursued you know my photography, you do you do need to um, you can't just pick up your camera up and go and come back and then do all the other work that you need to do right when you want to do them you have yeah. to work around your baby's schedule because they're he's she's still my priority she's yeah. you know yeah yeah that's it and and it's not like she can wait like you know you no say, you just stay there while I do my thing <laughs> You'll be yeah. fine. You like just, it just doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, you just sit there, okay? I just need to back up my files <laughs> and then edit. Do you understand this? She'll <laughs> yeah, just look at me and say, milk. <laughs> Come on, priorities, yeah. mom. Priorities. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she'll, she'll point at the cupboard and say, yum, yum, which is food. Yeah. And I go, okay, I'm going to have to do this later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Oh, dear. Gosh, she's a sweetheart. Can I ask you a little bit about... um, having grown up in the Philippines or well, at, at least until you were 11 um what's the culture there like in terms of um mothering um I was speaking to a lady the other day who's from her she's from China and she said mums in China maybe not so much these days but certainly in, in like her mum's era 
their job was just to look after the children and look after the family. They didn't have any sort of interest for themselves. They weren't pursuing, you know, art or music or anything. Their job was just to look after the family. Um, is there any sort of anything you can share around that in relation to the Philippines? What sort of culturally like mothers roles would have been? Yeah, we are very communal people. Like we, we, uh, a lot you would see when you go to the Philippines, you would see a lot of families like living together with their in-laws or even, even if they're not living together in the same house, their houses are pretty much nearby, like yeah. right next to each other. Yeah. Um, so not all, um, but there's a lot like that. And yeah. you know how there's that saying, you know, you, you raise your kid. What is that saying? Like, that, it like takes a village. The village? Yeah. It takes a village to raise a kid. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly like Philippines. Yeah. Like you have that village. Um, everyone kind of helps out. Um, and they, the concept of, you know, s- sleeping in a separate room is very, it's, it's not popular there. Yeah. One, because sometimes the circumstances don't allow you. It's Philippines is, is not like New Zealand where you, you have the luxury sometimes of having multiple rooms mm-hmm. in, in a house. Sometimes, you know, you go in the provinces and there's just one room and all of the families stay there. And that's the kind of, you know, for a lot of families, that's the reality that they have to deal with. So, yeah, co-sleeping is not an option i mean you know it's 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 the only option yeah Yeah. (laughs) so um and then so the kind of parenting that they have it's a lot of a lot of people help out Mm. which is a good thing which you you get moms get a lot of support in that sense um they can also have help you know they can um they sometimes have their their in-laws or their their own moms that come like almost every day mm-hmm. that help you know who, who's ah! able to help them out. Yes, baby. Hi. <laughs> Just making sure that we we know you're still there. <laughs> yeah, still here. Oh. And this is kind of like it. I mean, this this type of I guess as as we talk and she's in the background. That's kind of how our our community that's that's it and so you can't you engage them in every activity um they're they socialize like that they're they grow up there with their cousins and their their siblings together they go out of um the the house and all the kids are on the street mm. yeah even even now even at the age of having cell phones and you know um computers you still I love that about the Philippines. You go out of the house and they're still there playing. Yeah. And you see the kids and yeah, because it's the kind of environment, it's the kind of community that they have. Mm. Probably not right now with COVID though. Oh gosh. (laughs) Oh, different story, hey? Yeah, whole different story. You throw in a pandemic there and it's completely, completely changed the world. And and on that too, your daughter's too. So you've basically, she, the only life that she's known is during a pandemic. Like that would have been challenging for you. I mean, you did mention before about having your, you know, your photography is sort of your outlet during the pandemic. But literally her life has only existed 
during the pandemic like that's an extraordinary yeah. thing to, to think of isn't it <laughs> yeah it's yeah it, let's put it this way we had so many lockdowns and then the last lock, lockdown and it's the the longest too my husband for a year he's been say, telling me you know i think we should we should build a deck you know just for for the little one i keep saying no um, I'm not back at work yet. It's a huge investment. I don't think we should go for it. Yeah. And then after that lockdown, I said to him, let's contact somebody to build a deck because <laughs> this little one needs to go out and needs to expel all that energy. And she just needs to be out, out of the house. <laughs> so let's build that deck. Oh, yeah. That, that's it in a nutshell, isn't it, really? Yeah. They need to, you need, she needs to explore. She needs to um, play with other kids and yeah, they need that stimulation. Mm. Otherwise you as a mom go crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like cabin fever. You're just trapped. <laughs> Correct. Oh dear. Right now, I've got a list of, oh, that'll be nice to do, you know, list for my photography. One of the main things that I want to I wanna launch, go for it to go live is my website. I mean, I've been wanting to have a website um, to showcase all of my work there, you know, in one place. Because right now, I, I have my Instagram and I have my Facebook page, but I'm working on my website. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to throw in that maybe podcast in the future yeah why, why not? not yeah absolutely see this is the thing isn't it like I don't know there's no when you're in your creative person like you've talked about your dancing and guitar and photography like there's no limits to it you know if you want oh. to do something just do it you know go create <laughs> yeah absolutely and I think creative people are really good at doing that of just giving things a try you know yeah and mostly without expectation, you can just try something because you think you want to try it, you know, mm. and um, if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's like, oh, I tried exactly. that, you know. Yeah. You, you can't, you don't look back and say, what if, you know, the what ifs. Yeah. 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 And that's another thing with now I'm a mom, I'm able to stay at home with my, that's another thing why I decided to pursue my photography is mm -hmm. I, it enables me to stay with her. Yeah. You know, it not, it's not, I don't do it only for the financial reasons, but I can't ignore the fact that it also helps. Yeah. So um, it's, you know, this is the time now I, when I was working before my photography, I always wondered, oh, what would it be like? to you know have my own photography business but like I said to you it was more of a hobby thing I was never going to turn this into a business one because I'm, I was too scared <laughs> two I was more comfortable with just shooting for myself mm -hmm. than also providing it you know professionally as for for, for clients mm -hmm. um, to have that expectations but now I'm in the season of my life where if I have the courage you can actually you're able to do it 
Mm. You know, it gives me that platform because now I have the time. Yeah. Whereas before, it's mostly, oh, one day, maybe. Yeah. Whereas now, I'm in it, you know? Yeah. That's awesome. Good on you. <laughs> That's great. Thank you. And it gave me opportunities. It gave me, you know, the opportunity to, to come meet you and talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, there you and go. I, meet, I tend to, you know, meet a lot of people that I wouldn't have met mm-hmm. through my photography. And that alone is a blessing to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like that with this podcast. Like I'm talking to people that I would have had no reason to talk to ever before oh. in my life. And it's wonderful. Yeah. I'm meeting such amazing women and learning so mm-hmm. much. Like I love learning, particularly about um, like I love photography. I used to I never did it professionally, but I used to take um do photos for weddings and stuff back in the day where it was all yeah. on film and I love the details of stuff. Like I was really drawn to, you know, like the photos of the you know rings and like people's expressions watching the wedding and things like that I loved that um but it was just you know a hobby that I did did a couple for friends but my main thing Mm -hmm. is music um so I love when I talk to artists um it's so inspiring for me because I'm like oh I could give that Mm -hmm. a try like it's just Mm -hmm. it's opened up all these new new ideas for me and just fun things I can try for myself and learning Mm -hmm. I I really I just really enjoy it it's so much fun (laughs) it's good because you need yeah you you do need that outlet Mm, absolutely yeah even if it's i mean some people resort to um like cooking or baking Mm -hmm. um and other people into trying out different things that they've never tried before or like me something that they've always wanted to try but they have been so afraid to try but also don't have the time nor enough motivation to actually pursue it. Yeah. And now and now that I do, you know, I find and and my husband said, you know, cuz I've been going back and forth on deciding whether to pursue, you know, to pursue this business or not. And he said to me, you know, at least you won't have to look back and say you didn't try. If it didn't work out, then it didn't work out. It was a time in your life where you had, you know, you were able to just try something new yep and you just try and enjoy it just try and enjoy the process all the the things that you learn from it and i have been learning so much yeah so yeah. much and i'm sure you have too as you started this, this oh, podcast. Yeah. absolutely <laughs> yeah oh that's great and like having his support like you said before that's just you know you can't you can't do things without having someone like that without yeah someone. yeah yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, uh, good on him. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. It's been such a lovely chat this morning. Thank you. Uh, and it's lovely Thank to have you, so you have your daughter's energy as well. Hi. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for having us. I'm sorry I couldn't stay in just the one room and shut my door not at all i mean this is the thing loves to meet people too it's mum life isn't it it's what we do (laughs) the realities of being a mum yeah having to try and work (laughs) that's it isn't it but we make it work don't we we do we do we do make it work whatever works thanks for your company today 
If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to consider leaving us a review, following or subscribing to the podcast, or even sharing it with a friend you think might be interested. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the podcast, please get in touch with us via the link in the show notes. I'll catch you again next week for another chat with an artistic mum.